the poet laureate of rock and roll, the voice of the promise of the 60s counterculture, the guy who forced folk into bed with rock, who donned makeup in the 70s and disappeared into a haze of substance abuse, who emerged to find Jesus, who was written off as a has-been by the end of the 80s, and who suddenly shifted gears and released some of the strongest music of his career beginning in the late 90s. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Each and Every Door, an educational podcast about Bob Dylan, religion, and spirituality. Here are your hosts, Malcolm Gold and Jay Case. What ho, Malcolm? Hey, dude. Welcome to episode four. Four already. Already. Time flies. It sure does. And on episode four, we have a brand new segment, a, a possibly a reappearing segment that we're going to do. That's right. Yes. Yes. The plan is for us every now and again to ask the question of Bob Dylan, what was he thinking? Well, I have a question about this. Okay. Exactly the nature of the title. Yes. Because it's either, what was he thinking? Yes. Or it could be, hmm, what was he thinking? Yes. Or it could be, what was he <laughs> thinking? What was he thinking? Was he? <laughs> at all? <laughs> the title of this podcast is, What Was He Thinking?, I don't know which version is most appropriate. But uh, well, well, let's let's let the the listeners make uh-huh. up their mind. Okay. I think I think when we first thought, when we first started talking about this this particular item, it was it was like this. What was he thinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you know, we we work with a a wide canvas, so we can um, mm-hmm. we can interpret it interpret it any way we want. To. All right. So the uh, what was he thinking item for the evening <laughs> is <laughs> is um, wiggle 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 a song that features on the um, the album um, the nineteen ninety album under the red sky and this is an album that comes out right after. A pretty good album. Uh, uh, the critically acclaimed Oh Mercy. Oh Mercy. Yes. And then comes out with a new album shortly after that. And yes. the very first song on the album, which for you young people out there, you realize back in the day before you had streaming audio, you got LP records, or yes. in this case, by this time, CDs. Oh, cassettes. I, you oh, know, cassettes? I, I love the cassettes. Ah. I have... I have, I have hundreds of them. But you know, you can't fast forward through a cassette very easily you to can't. the song you want. You have to start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So the opening song is... Well, how about if we listen to the opening? Let's listen to it. Alright, so here's how it opens. Ha, 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 ha. 
<laughs> you see, the first time I heard this mm-hmm. this album, and particularly this song, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. I was rather hooked. But it's what we call in the business uh, a discordant opening. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if the business calls it that. I, I would call it that. Certainly. For anyone who's interested, playing the guitar, that rather raucous, uh, distorted guitar, is um, Slash, mm-hmm. who I believe is the, um, or was, I don't know if they're together anymore, the guitarist from... Guns and Roses. Right. Yes. Which sounds, if, if you're from England, that sounds a little bit like a pub. The, gun, <laughs> the Guns and Roses. Yeah, but, down um, by the, but the Parrot and, and yeah, yeah, the Grob and Dickie, or something yeah, or whatever. Okay. By, by the King Billy. Yes, yes. But over here, it's a, a heavy rock band. Yeah. Um, very popular rock band. And Slash somehow ended up... <laughs> Playing, playing that guitar on, on that particular and, song. And then Bob Dylan, who is known for, well, as the intro says, the Poet Laureate. The Poet Laureate. He's a Nobel Prize winner. Well, yes, know. for his lyrics put to music and some just brilliant lyrics. Yes. Opens up with, wiggle, 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 like a gypsy queen. Wiggle, 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 all dressed in green. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle till the moon is blue. Wiggle till the moon sees you. Ah, they don't write them like that anymore. They they, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we should point out that this particular song has not received a great deal of praise from the critics. No, it hasn't. No, no, Uh, no. It's... for, for for Dylan fans who just kind of, you know, read commentaries and different things that other fans read, very quickly come to the realization that this song, really, people don't really get no. it, they don't like it. Let's see, here's and a few comments from some people. Okay. Substandard rockism. <laughs> rockism. Retro rockism. <laughs> Retro, stale, guarded, and uninventive. Hmm. The worst thing Dylan ever recorded. The, the really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's from yes. Ian Bell. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, some some criticism. Well, I'm that. confused, Jay. Yeah. Because I love this song. <laughs> and why do you love it? Well, you know, because yes, it's one of those "What was he thinking?" kind of songs, but that guitar, the the, the whole sound of it is pretty irresistible. It's pretty compelling on a number of levels. Just just from uh, uh, the, the audio of it, just the way it actually, the tone that it sets for me. And uh, who, who can... Okay, so, it's hard <laughs> to actually be able to, to claim that you can make such a, a negative judgment of a song that has this verse in it, okay... Hold on one second, and we're going to play a clip of it. Okay. But let me... Um, you want to tell the words and let first? Me, let me give you the words, okay? so, <laughs> so you won't a, understand a, a them. A few verses down. They'll catch Wiggle Wiggle, but they, they might will. catch yes. the rest of <laughs> The verse is, Wiggle till you're high. Wiggle till you're higher. Wiggle till you vomit fire. You see? So just those two lines. <laughs> Unusual lines for a song, you know. I, I, unusual I, lines for a non-song. For for anything really, <laughs> unusual lines, just <laughs> yes. just generally. Until you um, fire. 
and and uh, it, it's a compelling song. I, I suppose it comes down to, and this is this is why we want to um, talk about this particular song under the, uh, the, the this heading. What was he thinking? Because we all have theories, don't we? Mm-hmm. We all think, well, we listen to a song well, and we say, well, that's about this, that's about the other. Before we get to the theory, maybe they should hear this. Let's let's hear it. Okay. Yes. Here's the song. Here's this verse. There it is. <laughs> wiggle till <laughs> it answers, wiggle till it comes. Absolutely, yes. yes so yes, so yes, yes, so yes. what are some theories? Well, okay, so here here the theory. I do, do you want me to, to, to give you what I've read as being potential theories? Sure. Okay. Just run through. So, so the biggest thing with this, not only this song, but this whole album, is that there was an attempt on the part of Mr. Dylan to want to write a, a series of, of children's tales, children's songs. Mm-hmm. And indeed, there is much in this album that is of a fairy tale kind of um, um, genre. Yes, them. there's references to Hansel and Gretel. Yep. You get a song. People being baked in a pie. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. cat in the well. Cats in the well. Uh, Ten thousand uh, men soldiers. Men. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's all kinds of imagery that mm-hmm. could very well easily come out of a, you know, children's literature, mm-hmm. um, you know, fairy tales, tales from people, and I'm sure that that has a big that has a lot to do with it. My own particular theory... Oh, although I should also add, yes. some people have pointed out they believe that this was dedicated to his four-year-old daughter. Ah, yes. So That's right. So a dedication. He has sort of a, yes. a pet yeah, name. Yeah, I'm sure that... that no. And uh, there is this... Um, uh, an interview with Dylan a long time ago, long before this album... Um, where he'd actually made reference to the fact that one of the things he'd really like to do is write a, 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 a set of songs for children, a children's album. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of put off the idea because he he, he was bowing to the pressure of his image yeah. at that time. Yeah. This is a long time ago. Uh, saying people wouldn't be able to accept that. They wouldn't be ready for that kind of album from him. But you're not so sure this that fully explains this? Not fully, not fully. Although I, yeah, I, I accept that this would be very appealing to mm-hmm. some children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, to be as concise as I can be, what I've been thinking about recently with this song is anomic social vertigo. Anomic social vertigo. Yes, yes. That was on everyone's mind as I, soon as Wiggle Wiggle I, hit. And I, absolutely. I, I'm, you know, I know this is probably just old news. Yeah. And everyone's just kind of tutting, saying, "Of course, of course, it is." I don't believe I have ever used the word anomic in a sentence before. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sociologists use it a lot. Well, this is what sociologists yes. are like. And uh, anomic in its original. Well, not in its original, in the way that one of the founders of sociology used it, uh, Emil Durkheim, refers to a state of normlessness. Oh, 
kind of all rules have broken down. It is yes. wild. It's it's chaos in it's, some way. It's chaotic. Yes, yes. There's no frame of reference. There are no social norms in a particular context to be able to guide how we behave and how we should respond to different uh, things that we encounter. So it's a, it's it's a breaking down. It's a it's a, a chaotic mm-hmm. state, as it were. But there's also a sense that things are uh, going high. Yes, and I've got. Okay, higher. can I can I make a, just a <laughs> tiny little confession? Okay, uh, the the anime is mm-hmm. a a bona fide sociological term. Okay, okay, social vertigo. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it just kind of coincided what with wiggle till you're high, wiggle till you're higher, wiggle till you vomit fire. You know, I, I, I get vertigo. I, I don't like heights. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever thrown up on a plane. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, there's always a first time. Yes. If, if you know yes. I, mean. I don't think I've ever thrown up fire either. No, I haven't. <laughs> there. <laughs> Let's yes. hope there's not a first time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it it, 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 it so paints a picture. Sense. This is it, the thing. It yeah. paints a picture of things, in a sense, re- just uh, getting to a critical mass, a chaotic mass, mm-hmm. and and our our consciousness, our ability to contain our lives in a in a, a normal kind of controlled way just explodes it's going wiggle like a bowl of soup wiggle like a rolling hoop wiggle like a ton of lead wiggle you can raise the dead <laughs> i i yes. i don't know what to do with that exactly. no 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 uh, we get back to our original question what, what was, was he, he thinking, thinking? <laughs> um there's there's okay so there's a, a song that he wrote in the the 80s that actually didn't it, it was around the time shot of love came out and the first pressing of shot of love love didn't have this song certainly not the english um, album in the when it was released in england it was kind of added to it in subsequent pressings i believe i, I may be wrong about that but i think i read that somewhere again and this is a song i've always really loved but the tone that it sets musically and lyrically uh, it, it, it's chaotic Yes, and so there there seems to be this. You know, I I, yeah. I I I listen to these two songs, and I. And with th- with that in mind, yes. I'm I'm not sure about the, uh, anomic <laughs> social, social vertigo. vertigo, but you're 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 being fairly persuasive here, and especially if we think <laughs> theologically, the song ends. If you think of this theologically, yes. the song ends. Wiggle, 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 rattle and shake, wiggle like a big fat snake. Yes. Especially if you make a reference to God made all the animals, an earlier song in his Christian mm-hmm. period yes. when he... Man gave names to all man the animals. Gave, sorry, yep. Yep. man gave mm-hmm. names to where he goes through naming all the animals. Absolutely. And he ends with... He ends a verse about yes. the snake. And he doesn't say snake no, he doesn't. in that, but it is... Here's the snake in the Garden of Evil. And so if everything is falling apart, and Dylan loves the apocalyptic, or he yes. loves, mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. taken, he's fascinated, yeah. he's gripped by it in yeah. its many different forms, let, then let, this would fit. Let, let me let me give you this verse, okay. if I may, from um, uh, The Groom Still Waiting at the Altar. Another song. Right? Yes, yeah. 
uh, written the shot of love period. Yeah, uh, part of his gospel period. Yeah, right, right, kind of supposedly right on the end of it. Um, cities on fire, phones out of order. They're killing nuns and soldiers. There's fighting on the border. You know, what can I say about Claudette? Ain't seen her since January. She could be respectably married or running a whorehouse in Buenos Aires. <laughs> I mean that's, that's really tough. That's stark, isn't it? Yeah. I mean yes. that is a vision yes. there yeah. of yeah. you know uh, it's an apocalyptic vision. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a possibility. That is a possibility in terms of yes. what is going on mm-hmm. and in terms of what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. Could you also say it's possible that he's just writing nonsense? Yes. Okay. That's a possibility too. Right. I I have no, you know. Or that he's writing things and he's playing games yes. with us because mm-hmm. he knows there would be people like you and me who would spend who knows how many minutes talking about this. Talking and, about and yes. this is part of his little fun that he has with. Absolutely. I yes. I I am quite convinced that that could be precisely what is happening. Well, here. What was he thinking? Now, I have to add one more. Okay. <laughs> little point on the end of this when I when I heard this I was rather indifferent to it I wasn't taken with it initially I just thought okay yeah and it's another weird Dylan song and when I first heard it I'd heard so this is one of the last albums that uh, that he wrote that I had uh, had come to so I was familiar with so many of his other songs and so I came to this I thought oh here's another weird Dylan mm-hmm. song and I was indifferent to it but I knew we were going to be doing this segment yes. and so um, last weekend I was with uh, family including my grandson and my grandson is not quite four and he loves to dance and he loves music like this and we were waiting in the car and you know for his mother my daughter and my wife to come out and I thought oh well let's put some music in wiggle wiggle and he really liked it. It it worked for him. And then, at the end, when we were talking about it, he said, it sounds similar to the last song in Cars 2. <laughs> and I thought, I've not seen Cars 2, <laughs> so I don't know. But I trust him because... He knows all things cars for preschoolers, you know, that genre he is on top of. So, I don't know if his analysis is correct. I now, number one, kind of want to watch Cars 2 mm-hmm. and listen to the final song. But I also just have to say this. I now have real affection for this song, thanks yes. to my grandson. <laughs> so it just might be something about children. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so there we are. Next time on each and every day. Our podcast will be recorded just moments. Just moments. Just moments after the the Bob Dylan concert in Akron, Ohio, performing at the E.J. Thomas Hall. And 
Jay and I will be there and we will give you a blow by blow of all the many highlights of that particular event. And our visceral reactions to it. A visceral reaction, yes. And Just moments after the last chords um, finish resounding and Dylan gets onto his, his coach and starts heading down the road to Moon Township, Pennsylvania, heading for another joint. And we come back to our um, basement, basement recording studio. Yes. 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 And discuss the concert and whether or not it was a religious experience or not. Or maybe not a religious experience, but we'll have religious observations. I don't know. Yes. I don't, we'll have to yes. see. <laughs> 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 yes, well, so it's goodbye from me. All right, and, and tally-ho from me. <laughs> All right, bye.